morning. I'm Pastor Nick. Welcome to our Rosewood Church of the Nazarene family. We hope today's message will be a help to you. May God bless you. Would you now, my friends, turn in your Bibles to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1. Last year, Christmas 2022, I shared a series of messages entitled, Christmas is Awesome. Christmas is Awesome. Now, this Christmas season, 2023, I want to share a series of messages with you entitled, Christmas is Encouraging. Christmas is Encouraging. Would you kindly stand, if you're able to, as we read the, the Gospel, chapter 1 of Matthew, beginning at verse 18, please. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife, but he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. And that is the reading from the New International Version translation. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your holy word, and I pray, Lord, now that you would just help open up all of our minds and hearts to the beautiful truths contained in this part of the Christmas story. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Please feel free to be seated. Yes. The first truth I want to direct your mind and attention to is this, once you read it with me from the screen. Christmas is encouraging because the birth of Jesus reminds us that God performs miracles, amen? The way in which Jesus was born was indeed a miracle. Verse 18 tells us, here it is, tells us, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit. And in verse 23, it says, the virgin, 
the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. The virgin will be with child. Mary was a virgin. Mary and Joseph were pledged, as the Bible says, they were pledged to be married to each other. The New Living Translation of the Bible says Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. Another word uh, that some Bible translations use here, another word or words are, are betrothed, betrothed, or espoused, espoused, uh, is used in the King James Version. Basically, in the Jewish culture of their day in the first century, there were absolutely no, no sexual relations during an engagement or during this betrothal period or espouse period, as some translations put it. But, but it was a much more, it was a much more uh, binding relationship than a modern day engagement as we generally know it here in Canada. And the relationship in that first century could only be broken by a, an official divorce, an official divorce, actually. And Mary and Joseph are referred to as husband and wife, but Mary is still a virgin. As verse 18 says, Mary was found to be with child. How? Through the Holy Spirit. Not through the husband, but through the Holy Spirit, or as the New Living Translation puts it, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. All right, now here, here in a nutshell is why the virgin birth is so important. Dr. William Hendrickson writes these words, a great Bible scholar, and he says, if Christ had been the son of Joseph and Mary, by ordinary means, would he not have been a human person and as such a sharer in Adam's guilt? Hence a sinner unable to save himself, hence also unable to rescue others from sin. In order to save us, the Redeemer, capital R-E-D-E-E-M-E-R, -E -E the Redeemer must in one person be both God and man, sinless man. The doctrine of the virgin birth satisfies both of these requirements. It reveals to us Jesus Christ, one divine person with two natures, the divine nature and the sinless human nature. Here is the bottom line. Jesus' birth was a miracle. It was a miracle. It went far beyond the normal laws of reproduction. Christmas, my friends, is encouraging because the birth of Jesus reminds us that God performs miracles. And this Christmas, I wish for you and your family a different miracle from the Lord, an experience that goes far beyond the normal laws of nature, far beyond the normal laws of medical science. For someone 
It may mean a miracle, a miracle of a physical healing. For someone else, it may mean a miracle of emotional healing or relationship healing or a financial miracle or a job miracle or a special wish miracle that you thought could never be fulfilled, but the Lord ends up making it possible. My friends, Christmas is encouraging because the birth of Jesus reminds us that God performs miracles. Amen? A amen. Ushers, I'm just going to ask, please, if you could just make it standard procedure to uh, close all the doors except for just one on the right and one on the left, and that's just to protect some of you folks in the back from any drafts, please. Uh, last week, some folks... Some ladies told me that they, they got a little chilly and I knew the temperatures were set right. The only thing I could figure was there must, be, must have been a draft from outside there. Okay, thanks very much. Thank you. All right, so that's our first truth today. Christmas is encouraging because the birth of Jesus reminds us that God performs miracles. Here's our second beautiful truth. Read it with me from the screen. Christmas is encouraging because Joseph's actions inspire us to have a sensitive heart. Yes, Joseph inspires us to have a sensitive heart. We can see Joseph's sensitive heart in verse 19 here, where it says... Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. Now, some of you might be saying to yourselves, what do you mean, Pastor Nick? It sounds like Joseph, Joseph was being insensitive instead of sensitive. After all, verse 19 says, he had in mind to divorce her. Well, the New Living Translation puts it this way. It says, he, uh, he decided to break the engagement quietly. Now stick with me for a moment. The first part of verse 19 says, in the uh, New International Version, says, Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man. The New Living Translation says, her fiancé was a, a good man. What we need to understand is this. To a Jew, this meant that Joseph was zealous. He was zealous in keeping the law, the, the Jewish laws of their day. And if he had followed the normal procedure, Mary, Mary would not only have been exposed to public disgrace, Mary could have even been stoned to death 
if she had been found sexually active before marriage. So, when the latter part of verse 20 says, Joseph had in mind to divorce her quietly, he was in fact being sensitive to Mary. He was being very kind. At this wonderful Christmas season, I wish for you, for all of us, the gift of a sensitive heart. May God mold your heart and mine so that you and I would show loving sensitivity. A highly sensitive person often has a deep understanding and appreciation for the feelings and emotions of other people. A highly sensitive person has a strong sense of empathy and compassion. This past Wednesday evening, our Bible study lesson was, in fact, on empathy and compassion. And it was so lovely how during our Bible study time, I appreciated hearing about how one of our ladies was in a cashier checkout line in a store, and the person in front of her was, was trying to pay for a few items with her credit card, but, but she could not remember her PIN number, could not remember those you know, four numbers that you're supposed to press, depending on what credit card you have. And after several failed attempts to pay with her credit card and forgotten PIN number, the dear lady, the dear lady from our church was sensitive to the frustrated shopper and, and, and said to her, let me pay, let me pay for your few items. Can I just do that? And then she proceeded to pay her bill. She was sensitive and showed compassion. And I was blessed to just hear of that action. In the Gospel of Mark, Chapter 7, verse 34, it says, When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them. Amen. It is wonderful for you and me to show sensitivity. Sensitivity in our individual families. Sensitivity towards people in your workplace. Sensitivity towards one another in the church. Sensitivity to, to shoppers that you meet in the grocery store and whatever stores you intend to shop at in the weeks ahead. Blessed are those who show sensitivity. At the same time, we have to be careful not to be oversensitive. Now stick with me. We have to be careful not to be oversensitive because oversensitive people can get angry too easily. Right? Uh, hello? Anybody home? All right. Oversensitive people can have their feelings hurt too easily. Right? 
You didn't know I was this smart, did you? All right. And you, <laughs> you and I have to ask the Lord to help us find the right balance, the right balance in terms of sensitivity so that it is a positive trait in our personalities and not a negative trait. Amen? Question, interesting. Uh, how many of you, how many of you know someone who is oversensitive? Put, put your hand up, put your hand up. Yeah? Yeah, quite a few hands went up. Yeah? Um, how many of you are referring to yourself? <laughs> uh, 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 a lot of hands still went up there. <laughs> oh, it's nice to see honest people. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think I think I saw I think I saw a spouse elbow <laughs> elbow spouse. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, just for your interest. Just for your interest, um, what, what do you think studies have shown? Do women, do women have more sensitive traits than men, or do us men? Are, are we men more sensitive than you women? What do you think studies show? That we men are more sensitive? You keep thinking that, okay? Keep thinking that. <laughs> however, 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 the studies show that you women win. You women are nicely more sensitive than us men. Okay, so guys, give the women a hand, okay? Give the women a hand, would you? All right, that's what the studies show, okay? All right. Boy, I wish, I wish these guys would, you know, get the results that I, I prefer. <laughs> anyway, my friends, when I think of Joseph's sensitivity towards Mary, Christmas is encouraging because Joseph's actions inspire us to have a sensitive heart. Amen? All right. Uh, by the way, uh, for any of you who are not sitting, um, I want you to know, you can feel free to sit. There's no extra charge for sitting in church, okay? I just don't want you to get tired out, all right? All right. Number three, the third truth is this. Read it with me. Christmas is encouraging because when we don't know what to do, the Lord will give us guidance. The Lord will give us guidance. This truth came to my mind when uh, I think of how God directed Joseph. Notice... Um, in verse 20, it says, this is uh, still Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 20. But after he had considered this, that is, divorcing Mary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. All right? What was happening there? The Lord was guiding him. 
The Lord was guiding him. How? How? Through an angel of the Lord. An angel of the Lord appeared to him. In Psalm 32 of our Bible, verse 8, it says, it says that the Lord says, I will guide you, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Isn't that a beautiful verse? And then Isaiah 58, verse 11 says, the Lord will guide you continually. These are some of the Bible verses that promise, give promise to you and me of the Lord's guidance and direction. Okay, how does the Lord guide us? Well, he often guides us through the Holy Bible. Psalm 119, verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Amen? Why don't you say that with me? Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Amen. He often also guides us by his Holy Spirit. In the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 13, it says, when the Spirit of truth, that's referring to the Holy Spirit, when the, whole, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Amen? Sometimes the Lord might guide you through a dream. The Bible says that we read just a bit ago, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and gave him guidance. Recently, in a Wednesday evening Bible study that we, we had, one of our dear ladies told us of how the Lord guided her in a dream when she was buying a house. The Lord guides us sometimes in unusual ways. Sometimes the Lord will guide you through, through the wisdom, through the wisdom, the knowledge, and the love uh, of your parents, a pastor, a counselor, or, or the opening and closing of doors. Christmas, my friends, is encouraging. It is encouraging because when we don't know what to do, the Lord, the Lord gives us guidance. Now think about this for a moment. Christmas is encouraging. Why? Because when we have times when we don't know what to do, the Lord has his way of guiding us. And so I want to encourage us, I want to encourage you, young people, young adults, middle-aged adults, older adults, when you're dealing with a situation and you don't know what to do, pray and say, Lord, I need your direction. I need your direction here. I seek your guidance. Direct my path, O oh Lord. Let it be so. Let it be so. Amen. And then, my friends, I take you to this fourth beautiful truth, and it is this. Read it with me. Christmas is encouraging because Jesus came to save us from our sins. And this truth, of course, comes from Matthew 1, verse 21, where it says, 
she, Mary, will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. He will save his people from their sins. When John the Baptist saw Jesus, John said, look, or some of your Bible translations say, behold, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That's John chapter 1, verse 29. Referring to Jesus in Acts 4 in the Bible, verse 12, it says, there is salvation in no one else God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. Hallelujah. And in Acts chapter 16, verse, the latter part of verse 30 and 31, it says, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. Amen. In Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man or woman should boast. Amen. I was reading in our Advent devotional uh, booklet, uh, the one I showed you earlier, okay, that's available for you on the foyer table there. It looks so pretty on the cover. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Olivia, for making these available to our people. But I was reading in the devotional, and Pastor Greg Laurie says this uh, under the topic, What Christmas is About. Greg Laurie says, Christ came to this earth. God came near to you so that, so you can come near to him. To give your life purpose and meaning. To forgive you of your sins and to give you the hope of heaven beyond the grave. And then he goes on and says, Christmas is not about the gifts under the tree. Rather, Christmas is about the gift that was given on the tree when Christ died there for our sins and gave us the gift of eternal life. Amen. My friends, Christmas is encouraging because Jesus came to save us from our sins. Matthew 1, verse 21 declares, and she, Mary, will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Question, are you saved? Are you saved? Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We are almost out of time. This is Pastor Nick Stavropoulos. If you would like to hear and or watch the whole message, 
please go to our website, rosewoodchurch.ca. Our biggest concern is that you trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. I encourage you to pray this simple prayer. Lord, forgive me for my sins. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for my sins. I believe Jesus rose from the grave and is now in heaven, preparing a place for all of us who believe. Today, I receive Jesus as my Savior and Lord. In Christ's name, I pray. Amen. If you would like to contact us at Rosewood Church of the Nazarene, our phone number is 416-298-9932. Our email is office at rosewoodchurch.ca. This ministry is supported financially by people like you. If you would like to make a donation, you can send your gift by e-transfer to offerings at rosewoodchurch.ca. That's O-F-F-E-R-I-N-G-S at rosewoodchurch.ca. Or you can mail your check to Rosewood Church of the Nazarene, 657 Milner Avenue, Scarborough, Ontario. Thank you for giving to support this preaching and teaching ministry. I'm Pastor Nick, wishing you God's blessings throughout this week. Amen.